This is the 202nd QuackCast, a review of supplements, complementary, and alternative medicine, i.e. scams. This one is called Blue Light Special, written shortly after the 2016 presidential elections. I do not sleep as well as I used to. Perhaps it is being tormented by guilt and worry combined with a profound existential angst. Or maybe it's my iPad. I gave up on dead tree editions of books. I do miss the smell and feel of books and magazines, but nothing is better than being able to increase the font size to 18. So I usually finish my day reading in bed on the iPad. I have noted programs that will remove the blue light from the computer screen to aid in sleep. There is a night mode in iOS 9.3 and a program for the Mac that I use every night that filters out the blue. It makes the screen oddly colored, but I think it's more restful on the eyes. I think. I am more in need of an existential angst filter. But what is really behind the blue light is a sort of sleeplessness. The Harvard Health Publication has an article on the topic warning of the hazards, and as a rule I have found the Harvard Health Publications to be distinctly gullible or useless when it comes to the more pseudo-medical side of the tracks. I would suggest that advice such as, quote, avoid looking at bright screens beginning two to three hours before bed might be great for the Amish, but not so much for those of us who live in the modern world. What is the issue with LEDs? Quote, the white light LED, the most common type of LED, is essentially a bichromatic source that couples the emissions of a blue LED, peak emission around 450 to 470 nanometers, with a full width at half max of 30 to 40 nanometers, with a yellow phosphor peak of emission of around 580 nanometers, with a full width of half a max of 160 nanometers, that appears white to the eye when viewed directly. And as they age, LEDs may degrade and become increasingly blue. Tell me about it. Been there doing that. Compared to the fluorescent or incandescent light, there is much more blue light in the spectrum of LEDs. And it turns out that blue light suppresses melatonin and has effects on the circadian rhythm. Next time your child asks, why is the sky blue? You'll have to answer, to keep us awake. And perhaps a green light may put us to sleep. iPads and their ilk produce lots of white, bright light, and that means lots of blue, whether reading or playing Angry Birds, and the use of electronic devices is associated with poor sleep. Is it the blue light that results in poor sleep? In part, quote, participants reading an LE ebook took longer to fall asleep and had reduced evening sleepiness, reduced melatonin secretion, later timing of their circadian clock, and reduced next morning alertness than when reading a printed book. And the iPad? Quote, reading a story from an iPad decreased subjective sleepiness, delayed the EEG dynamics of slow-wave activity by approximately 30 minutes, and reduced slow-wave activity after sleep onset compared to reading from a book. No parameters of sleep state timing and sleep onset latency differed between the two reading conditions. And does blue blocking help? Well, some hope that the data supports that it does. Quote, the patients who used amber lenses showed an advance of 78 minutes in DLMO value, although the change was not statistically significant, P.0145. 
Nevertheless, the sleep onset time measured by Actigraph, I remember playing with those as a kid, making those cool spirals, was advanced by 132 minutes after the treatment, P.034. And that finding is a consistent effect. Quote, sleep efficacy and sleep latency were significantly superior for wearers of the blue light shield. There are no clinical trials of blue blocking software that alter the color of the screen. So overall, there is biologic plausibility in the studies, while few and small, and not of the highest quality, do point in the same direction. So to summarize, the truth behind the blue lights? Who cares? I realize that progress is two steps forward and one step back, perhaps 20 steps back, in league boots. And what is done one year can be undone the following. But we are at 400 parts per million CO2 and rising, and as a society, we have decided in favor of a swan dive to the hard asphalt. The chance of mitigating a disastrous future for our children just went from slim to none this week. And while the thought leaders are trying for a win-one for the Gipper moment, the pooch has been screwed. Quote, I worry that, especially as the millennium edges nearer, pseudoscience and superstition will seem year by year more tempting, the siren song of unreason more sonorous and attractive. Where have we heard that before? Whenever our ethnic or national prejudices are aroused in times of scarcity, during challenges to national self-esteem and nerve, when we agonize about our diminished cosmic place and purpose, or when fanaticism is bubbling up around us, then habits of thought familiar from ages past reach for the controls. The candle flame gutters, its little pool of light trembles, darkness gathers, the demons begin to stir. Sagan died before he could discover that the candle is out. There is not even a small coal on the wick to fan to life. The demons rule. Game over. No blue light filter is going to help that. And that ends a cheery and upbeat 202nd Quackcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.